We're glad you're here today. I have got um I've got I like to give gifts. Anybody like to give to get gifts? Okay. All right. Now this is a this is a catch. You know, if you you got to be a reader. Is do I have do I have any readers in the house? Okay. I got a few. Have you received this book before? And give, ma'am, I'm going to give you that book right here. We, we want you to be able to read that, and um, it'll explain a little bit. It'll give you a little idea. How many other readers? How about in this section? We got a readers reader over here. Give it to that what you, Rachel, right over there. Good. How about over there? You, both of you girls, come on up and get one. I got one more. What about the middle section? Have I got any reader that I, readers that I haven't given anything to? In the middle section right here. Anybody want to? He's he's like, I have a a reader. I've got the book. Anybody else? Okay, Joe, come on up. Let's give the Lord some praise. Amen. Actually, guys, we're we're waiting on the kids to to come on in. So um, they've got a special. So I'm kind of I'm kind of ad libbing. (laughs) And and here they come now. Jessica, Jessica, Pastor Jessica has put together. Um, some time with the children to be able to share a, a skit with you guys. So let's just take a minute and just enjoy. Pick up on what the message is in this uh, in this skit, and let's give the Lord some praise for our kids as they come on in. Hey, hey, it's me. Happy Easter. Yeah, whatever. Aren't you guys excited to see me? Oh, yeah, sure. We're really excited. What are you guys even talking about anyway? We're talking about Easter or what we call Resurrection Day. Yeah, that's what I've been trying to tell you. I'm all about Easter, and I'm here. Oh, it's not that we're not excited to see you. Of course we're excited to see you. It's just that you're not what Resurrection Day is all about. I'm not? No, you're not, and that's what we were just talking about. It's all right here. And on the first, when the first, on the, when the disciples got the first greatest surprise on Resurrection Day. Let me guess, let me guess. I know, I know. A super-sized, giant Easter basket that's this high and filled with all kinds of candy. No? No. There's so much more. Don't get us wrong. We're we like candy. It's just that if that's all Resurrection Day is about, it's a pretty empty holiday. If it's not about me and it's not about candy, then I'm lost. Exactly. Resurrection Day is about Jesus rising from the dead. 
And Jesus came to earth to seek and save the lost. And that and that's what Resurrection Day is all about. Let's go talk about this some more while our teacher tells all these kids about the learning about the real meaning of Resurrection Day. It was incredible on Palm. Jesus entered Jerusalem riding on a donkey. Everyone went crazy praising Jesus and waving palm branches to honor him. Soldiers beat Jesus and put a crown of thorns on his head, and finally he was taken down to be buried. <laughs> but that's not the end of the story. <laughs> but that's not the end of the story. He was buried in a tomb, and three days later, he arose. He came back to life. Thank you. The Easter Bunny had the microphone. Let's give them another another round of applause. What we're going to do is we're going to we're going to go ahead and the, the kids that are first through fifth grade are going to go ahead and stay in here with the parents, and then the other ones are going to go ahead and be dismissed. So you are, are go back to your class first through fifth here. The rest of them go back to your class, okay? So you guys head out those doors right here that are going back to class, and the rest of you go and be seated with your parents. Um, if you have some seats next to you, and some of the ushers need to have, you know, you need to let them know if you've got one or two seats next to you to where the kids can be seated. If you need to move around, if we need to get more chairs, we can definitely do that. I'm going to ask the praise and worship team to come on up now um, as we continue today. We can leave the cross on the stage. You know, the, 
children had a fun skit. But a lot of times the question that we ask is, what is Easter about? Is it about the Easter bunny? Is it about going finding eggs? Is it about families getting together and having a big meal? What does Easter mean to you? We call it Resurrection Sunday. What is it that we're excited about? Is it the commercialism? Is it about the holiday? Is it about going buying a new pair of pants or new shoes or a new dress or a new shirt? What does Easter mean to you? You say, well, we can celebrate. Why celebrate? Aren't you struggling today? Aren't you struggling with your family? Aren't you struggling in your finances? Aren't you struggling with your relationships? Aren't you struggling with your relationship with God? How about friends? Are you struggling there? You're struggling financially. We're struggling. So why do we celebrate? Why do we come together? Why do we serve God? Why be faithful? Why come to church? Why tithe? Why give offerings? Why continue to minister to other people? Why tell people about what Jesus has done in your life? Brothers and sisters today, I just have one question that I want to ask you. One question that I want you to think about. One question that I want you to consider this morning. What has God done for you?
the darkest hour of
Let's give the Lord some praise in the house today. You can go ahead and be seated. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. We sang earlier today about there's no death. The physical death can take place, but the spiritual death, being born again and being present with and loving Almighty God is what God had in his mind for you from the very beginning. So the question that I asked earlier that said, what has God done for you? I'm hoping today you can say the miracles, the healing, the restorations. Maybe you've been involved in drugs or alcohol. Maybe there's been addictions of other kinds with gossip or, 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 or other types of bondages. And maybe today that you think you can't get free. Maybe you don't know which way to turn at times or you don't know if you even have hope. God loved you so much that he came in the form of his son, Jesus Christ. And Resurrection Sunday is about that. It's about the death and the burial, but it's also about the resurrection. It's about new life. It's about new life. When I think about what Jesus went through, when I think about how the crown of thorns was put on his head. Do you know the Bible talks about the crown of thorns being put on his head and the soldiers hitting the crown of thorns? And those one inch long thorns dug into his skull and blood began to appear. They beat him 39 times, 39 stripes on his back. One of the most inhumane things that could ever be done. And he shed his blood on his back. And then they put a robe on him. If you ever gotten a cut and had a Band-Aid on it and then you went to pull it off and it opened the wound again. They put this robe on him and they made fun of him. You ever been made fun of? You ever been told you weren't good enough? You ever been said that you'll never amount to anything at all? And the blood was shed. And they took him and he carried his cross. He was beating profusely. They put the cross down and they began to nail him to it. And they put the nails in his feet and the nails in his hands. And the blood began to flow. In the Old Testament... There had to have been a blood sacrifice 
once a year, the priest would enter into the Holy of Holies. And he would be a blood sacrifice. And he would take that in to the Holy of Holies. And he would atone for the sin of the nation. What is Easter about? Is it about the Easter bunny? Or is it something more than that? Jesus was our sacrificial lamb. No longer is there any more sacrifices. You don't have to do another sacrifice anymore because of what Jesus Christ has done for us. And a lot of times you're living your life trying to make your life a sacrifice and you're living by works and not by what Jesus has done for you. On the cross, when they put Jesus on the cross, he cried out to God. Couple different things. One, he said, Father, why have you forsaken me? Jesus took your sin, my sin, the sins of the past, the sins of the present, and the sins of the future. And a holy God could not look upon those sins. And it's said that the Father had turned away. And Jesus knew the Father had turned away. But he went to the cross for you and I. The Father gave everything for us. Jesus gave everything for you. The other thing that Jesus says, what he said, it was finished. The sacrifice, the atonement for sin. The anger of God was satisfied at the cross. The wrath of God was satisfied at the cross. The penalty of sin, the judgment of being separated from a heavenly loving father was satisfied at the cross. When we think about Resurrection Sunday, when we think about what it means to us, Father gave everything for us. He shed His blood for us. Everything. The testimonies were on the cards. You saw them. Restoration. Jesus said, I've come to give you life and to give it to you more abundantly. And a lot of times we don't understand. A lot of times we make serving God or loving God or going after the things of God hard and difficult, and it's very simple. If you'll love Him, you'll just do what He says. Today you may be here and you might say, you know what, I've, I've never made a profession of faith to Jesus. I've never said, God, I love you and I'm going to serve you. You've never accepted him as your Lord and Savior. Today, you might be here today and you might have said, you know, I did that years ago. And you might be saying, you know what? I, I know that God has done something for me. I'm asking you to remember what he's done for you. And the scriptures are very clear what he says that he sent his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. 
spend eternity with God. I'm going to ask you today just to close your eyes a moment. I'm not doing this out of a religious tradition or a spiritual exercise. I'm doing it because this is a private moment in a public place. How about you today? Have you received Jesus? Would you like to receive Jesus today? The Word of God says if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, thou shalt be saved. Believing on Him. Scriptures in Hebrews says that He's seated at the right hand of the Father, ever interceding, praying for us, praying for you right now. How about you today? Is that a step you're ready to take? I'm not here to coerce you into taking the step because God knows what's real. If that's you here today, I'm just asking you, every eye closed, every head bowed, please. If that's you today, I'm just asking you to slip your hand up to me and say, Pastor, that's me, and I want that today. Is that you? God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Maybe you're here today and you said, you know what, I've kind of I've kind of been all about me and not all about him. And you're just saying, God, I'm ready to recommit my life today. Maybe you've done it years ago. Maybe there's been issues in your life that you said, you know what, when I get over this, Pastor, I'll get it. When I get my life straightened out, I'll come to church. When I get things taken care of, I just got some issues in my life. I'm here to tell you that Christ died for those issues that are in your life. And he didn't die for you to come later. He died for you to come now. He's a fisherman and he he fishes. And I've never met a fisherman that cleaned their fish before they caught it in the boat. And you might be here today and say, you know what, I'm kind of unclean. Well, I know another man in the Bible, Isaiah, and he said, you know what? I'm a man of unclean. I've got unclean lips. And then the angel of the Lord took a coal and it touched him. And that's the, the representation of the blood of Jesus Christ that paid for that sin that was an atonement of that sin once and, all, once and for all. And then you see Isaiah coming back and he's saying, you know what? Here I am, Lord. Send me. If that's you here today, every eye closed, every head bowed. And you just say, you know what, I just want to reconnect with God today. Just slip your hand up to me. Thank you. I see your hand. God bless you. God bless you. Other hands. Other hands across this place. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. We, God sees it. God sees that. You, you can put your hands down. God bless you. I see that. God sees those. God bless you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He gave us. Everything in the cross. I just want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. And then we'll step into something else that's very, very important today. Father, I thank you for those that have made their decision to follow Christ today. And those that acknowledged it to you, to me. Even those that didn't. Bless them. Give them strength. Give them wisdom. Help them, Father. Help them see you. 
It's the love of God. It's the kindness of God. It's the goodness of God that brings a man to change his mind and say, you know what? I do need him. I can't do it on my own. And today, these cardboard testimonies will be their testimonies in the future. Father, I thank you that you're delivering people out of bondage. I thank you that addictions have to fall off. I thank you that even health has to increase. Good health. I thank you that you help people as they walk through the issues that they deal with. Because that's who you are. Father, those that have recommitted their life to you, we thank you for that today. In Jesus' name. And everybody in agreement said amen. Can we give the Lord a mighty praise today? Give him a hand clap of the Lord today. What has God done for you? One of the greatest ways is for us to have communion together. I'm going to have the ushers come, if you will. They're going to distribute the communion to you. If, if you're here and you don't understand it, don't know about it, it's okay if you don't take it. But I want to encourage you, especially that you say, you know what? It's not about you. It's about him. I want to share just a moment as the ushers pass out that communion for you. Jesus had the disciples. Look at me just a moment. He got them together in the room. And they were having dinner together. And just like many families, there was laughter and there was joy. How many of you know there was still some dissension even in that upper room, if you'll read about it? Others joking and messing with each other and doing those things. Just like regular families do. Jesus came to that place in that upper room at the Passover. And he began to talk a little bit to the disciples. Can you go ahead and pass that, Christian? Help them. Just pass it down the rows. There you go. Thank you, guys. Take a cup. This is unleavened bread, and this is also gluten-free. <laughs> I want to take just a minute as they pass that out. I want you just to think about Jesus. And I'm not going to say anything else. We will get we will take it together once they pass it out to you. Then we will get together. We'll take it all together at once.
also have some back for the children that are back there. But take a look at that bread just a moment. When Jesus was with the disciples over 2,000 years ago, he took a piece of bread and he broke the bread. And he said, this is my body and it's given for you. Not broken for you because on the cross, his bones were not broken. There were two other thieves next to him. One of them looked at Jesus and he said, look, today, when you're in your kingdom, remember me. And if you remember that they came to him to break his legs so he, his lungs would collapse even faster and he would expire even quicker 
And they got there and they didn't have to break a bone. So the scripture says that he broke the bread and he said, this bread, this represents my body and it's for you. Jesus gave his body in the flesh, physically died as a sacrifice for us. It's Resurrection Sunday, but this is important. This matters. So when I look at that, I think about somebody giving their life for me. And I think I'm not worthy. And I think, why would they do that? And I can think about that person had to be pretty amazing to be able to do that for me. And that's what he did for us. When God gave everything for us, he meant everything. So look at that just a moment. And he goes on and he says, when you do this, when you take this, he said, remember me. So let's just take this together as we remember Jesus. I want us to remember the pain, the suffering that he went through for you. Now look just a moment at the grape juice, the fruit of the vine. This is a representation of Jesus' blood. Like I said earlier, a covenant has to be established by the shedding of blood. And the scripture talks about Jesus with with the disciples and he took the bread. And the Bible actually says that after supper, they took of the fruit of the vine. So there was some time that lapsed from the time they took the bread to the time that they, you can read it, by the time they took the grape juice. And he talked about the new covenant, a new and lasting covenant. There was a fulfillment of an old covenant, but there was a new covenant coming in. He was bringing the kingdom, God's rulership, dominion. And when I look at this, just take a look at that a moment. I want to share with you just briefly what I see. I think about the blood that was shed. I think about that crown of thorns and how when he was hurt, when he was beaten, when the nails pierced his feet, when the nails pierced his hands. And not only that, but I think about, if you remember the soldier that came up that pierced his side. That fulfilled a prophecy in Isaiah. I think about that. And I think about how thankful I am that I don't have to go do that. But he's done it for us. So I look at that and I, I think about the new covenant. 
that no longer does there have to be a sacrifice for the sin of a nation, that Jesus is taking that. He's taking it all. That this is a final sacrifice, a final shedding of the blood. He's going to do it. He did it. Look at me just a moment. When I see the cross, I think about it's finished. It's finished. It's kind of like when you pay off a car or your home or you have no more payments. They send you this piece of paper that's, you know, paid in full. He paid it in full for us. And I don't take that lightly. But I also can enjoy that which Christ has died for us. To know that he loves me and he cares for me even when I'm uh, not doing things right. Doesn't give me the license to sin. But it diverts the verdict for it. So I can live in the fullness of Christ. And I can walk out of that that held me back, the bondages, the pains and the hurts in my life. How can I ever get over something that has hurt so bad? How can I ever get over the pain and the issues that this life has? I'm here to tell you there's only one way to get over it, and that's through Jesus. There's only one way to, to, to receive the healing power of an almighty God that loves you and cares for you. There's only one way to get over when you're hurt and mentally, emotionally, and physically. Because there isn't anything that you've gone through that Jesus hasn't already experienced himself. There isn't anything that you have gone through, will go through, could go through, that he hasn't already paid and made a way. Can I get an amen? That's what I'm talking about. So when I get knocked down, I can get back up. And how can you walk in that, Pastor? Because of what Jesus has done for me. My righteousness is not achieved by what I do or don't do. Unless you want to consider when I receive Christ, then I become and I do become the righteousness of God. I'm right relationship. So when I look at this and I do this, I think about my relationship with him. And I think about my righteousness. And I think about the things that he has now opened up for me to be able to do. And to tell other people about the good news of what God has done for us, what Christ has done for us. That's the gospel. It's good news. It's good. God is good all the time. That's good news. So when I look at this, I think about this, I dwell on Christ. And I know that when I fail and when I fall, that I don't have to worry about Pastor Shelley catching me. I don't have to worry about you catching me. I've got Christ that says, I'll catch you. Not only will it catch me, Spirit of God will bring comfort and he'll bring healing. And he'll say, get up, Eric. It's time to go again. Maybe you're here today. Maybe you've stalled. Maybe you've been in neutral. 
But I'm here to tell you that a loving Heavenly Father wants you to get back up and go again. Let's take this, and as we do, we remember Christ. Hallelujah. Will you stand to your feet today? Turn to your neighbor and say, it's been good to see you. Turn to your neighbor and say, come back again. Amen? Can we just stand to our feet? I don't know, those little cups, just kind of pass them down to the middle of the aisles and stuff. It's like, what do I do with this thing? Just pass it down to the end of the aisle, and the ushers are going to come and get it. On the count of three, I just want us to get a shout to the Lord, a hand clap of the Lord. Ready? One, two, three. Hallelujah. 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 Just remember, tell somebody Jesus is risen. Tell them, say he's alive. Tell somebody he's alive today. Listen, we, we bless you today. Let's give, again, the kids one more hand clap of what they're doing. It's not about the bunny. It's about Jesus. Can I get an amen? Listen, let me pray for you real quick. Just lift your hand up to the Lord. Father, I bless your people here today. I thank you, Lord God, that you are risen and you are king, and we celebrate you today. I say that the rest of the days will be rich and full. I thank you that you give us wisdom and revelation to know you even more, Jesus. And everybody said amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord another hand clap. If you need prayer today, we're here to pray for you. We love you. We bless you. We dismiss you today. Go forth in his power and his might. And it's been good to be in the house of the Lord.